We are just two sisters by choice, not by blood, sharing our deepest confessions of how changing our mindset and studying manifestation changed our worlds and realities forever. We are obsessed with showing you how mindset and manifestation can bring you the life you've always wanted. Let us show you the way to your dream reality, one episode at a time. Let's get into it. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Confessions of the Mindset Sisters. We are really looking forward to today's episode because I feel like everybody needs a little bit of a boost, a little bit of a energy re-energizer. Yes. Is that the right word? Yeah. Yeah. We uh, were actually just talking that this week in January is one of the hardest for all. So you may have felt like you were really going through it this week because on Monday it was Blue Monday, where it was like the saddest day of the year. <laughs> Everybody's just feeling a bit sad. I wasn't feeling too sad, actually. I was I quite wasn't either. Yeah. yeah. Optimistic this week, actually. But I think because I knew that and I was like, hell no, is Blue Monday getting in my way? And then Wednesday this week was also known as Quitters Day because it's actually the day that they say is most likely for you to quit any new year's resolutions or goals (laughs) so you've got fabulous hopefully you haven't already quit because it's now friday (laughs) (laughs) but if you have this is us getting you back on the wagon or or just back on the train because it's going to happen that's totally normal but the difference between your old mindset and your new mindset will be you getting back up and, and keeping going and moving forward so we've got some really juicy stuff in episode today all about how to believe in your goals and stop the blocks from creeping up on you because they can come in. The old blockers can come in and that can really kind of, I think, kick us, you know, straight in the head. Sometimes yeah. and just knock us out. Well, I was a wild time today. I really was a wild time. Amy experienced some of my wild time because I was like furiously messaging being like, <laughs> I have so much on my fucking plate. And this is not my first rodeo. Like I know what I need to do when I get into that mood. And basically just a couple of things before we go into the episode, a couple of things happened to me today, i.e. like I did the school run and I was like, great, I have got a whole day to get admin done. So first of all, went and got the car cleaned, drove back, then needed to go and get passport forms. We all need new passports. Uh, everything's going well so far. Sit down at my desk and start getting into my work. Things started just taking longer than I wanted them to. And it was because I kept thinking in my head, fuck me, you have so much to do. So anyway, I was then like, I do actually need to write a list. So I wrote a list and started highlighting off and I'd actually written on the list some of the things I'd already achieved just so that I could have the physical like fun of crossing them off the list. Love that. Anyway, it was just all getting on top of me because I was allowing it to come get more and more overwhelming <laughs> as the list was getting bigger and bigger. Things kept happening. Mercury was retrograding. I don't even know if Mercury is still in retrograde, but today for me, it certainly fucking was. It's somewhere right now. Yeah. I can't tell you. My moonology calendar did not tell me that no. today. So then I was just feeling, you know, that like heavy chest where you feel like I actually genuinely feel like I can feel my blood pressure rising. Yeah. So I said to Amy, I'm going to go for a run. I just need to like go and 
run. So I started my song. My problems. Run. Because that genuinely running for me is medicine. And it's like, okay, so I got outside running, running, running in nature. Anyway, I took a photo because literally I got up this field and there was like deep bog of mud. And I'm like, great. Okay. My feet are getting wet. I don't even fucking care. I'm running through it. Running (laughs) through it. Anyway, as I'm like starting to feel free, I'm like, yeah, this is fantastic. My watch Siri kept fucking announcing my notifications and it was like, this person sent you a message. This person's trying to call you. This person said this on Instagram. And I was like, (laughs) in the middle of nowhere, like thinking, God, I'm actually going to pass out because I'm so overwhelmed. Anyway, by the time I got back, I was like, okay, we're not going to continue on this trajectory. We are not doing this anymore. Um, So basically the moral of the story is you can have a bad half of your day And I then just decided to not allow any more energy to take on where like I'd finished my run. My watch then died. I thought I hadn't logged my run. Things just kept going wrong. And I was just letting this all come in. I need to stop. So I made a conscious decision to look myself in the mirror and go, right, shut the fuck up. Get a grip. It's not happening. And the rest of my day, I might sound a bit like full of energy because I am. (laughs) I'm literally hyper focused and it's been a wild time. So Basically, it's been a fantastic last three hours, but the first hits were horrendous. So, you know, these things can happen and it's okay to get overwhelmed. But also the moral of my story today was just like, don't allow yourself to continue it on. Yeah. If you notice yourself doing it, pull yourself up on it, do something that makes you feel better. And then just like give energy to something else is so important. I think that is like one of the biggest things as well. People always... I think something when I talk to people about it that don't necessarily know a lot about like mindset and manifestation and like we kind of do in our world, they expect me to be positive 24 seven. Yeah. And then, so if I'm having like a bit of a A moment, a moment, yeah, they're like, oh shit, like, Mm. you're not supposed to be negative. Yeah, literally, like, then that's so triggering. You're literally not supposed to be like this. And I'm like, I'm fucking human. But I think that is like one of the biggest things that I want to say is every single day is an up and down roller coaster. It's how you deal and how you come out of those situations that are going to continue to help you every step of the way. And like, I know that last week we spoke about kind of just being 1% better every single day, like even with being kind of accountable for your own thoughts that are coming in and and like checking yourself even just 1% every day is going to get you to a really big freaking change and, and impact. Yeah. Um, but we're only human and like, it's okay to have situations that arise and it's just moving past those with all, you know, these amazing methods that we've got and starting to create a belief system. Definitely. And actually part of the a ritual that I've created from the 1% a day thing is I've got this Papier notebook journal it actually has my name on it in the front as well. And it's by my bedside table and it's all about reflection and the day. Mm. And maybe if I hadn't have had that today, I could have carried on for longer, but I genuinely thought about that and what I was going to write this evening, my thoughts of the day. And I was thinking, my God, it's going to be a train wreck. By the end of the day. <laughs> so I kind of was like, right, no, we're going to turn this around now. It's going to be a good day. This is like lots is going to be achieved today. And it really has. So yeah, that was, that was our starting point and onto the episode. Inspiring. I like it. So step one or part one of this episode is all about 
reprogramming your brain and your beliefs to help you get to your goals. Now, this is so essential because programming your mind to believe that you're capable of achieving your goals is going to take away so much of that fear and doubt. Now, I don't know if any of you have experienced this yet, but I certainly have with my big goal is, I mean, Amy have spoken, Amy and I have spoken about this as well, is that imposter syndrome that comes up when you think about your big goals and you think, am I worthy of that? Am I capable of that? Am I, you know, am I clever enough? Am I, do I know enough about that to be able to actually achieve that big, big goal that I'm thinking of? And that truly is just fear and doubt because fear and doubt always masks itself. That emotion will mask itself in your mind as a friend and it's there to try and keep you in your comfort zone. And your goals should feel like they're out of your comfort zone because obviously you're having to push towards them. So that's why doing this reprogramming with your brain is going to be so important. And we're working with the subconscious part of our minds here. That's the part that informs us about our habits, beliefs, ways of viewing the world, stress responses and default coping mechanisms. So it's your day to day autopilot. It's your emotional stress response. It's your everything that you need to kind of get you through your days. But it also can be programmed in a way just like your computer can be with lots of bugs and viruses that actually completely sabotages where you're trying to get to. This part of our brain also doesn't learn from knowledge. So you can read all of the books that you want to try and reprogram your subconscious. And actually all of that knowledge going in some ways and obviously it will help you to then gain experience. But actually your subconscious is all learning from experiences that you're having day to day. So if you are going about life thinking, for example, I deserve this life, this body, this goal, whatever it is that you're actually trying to achieve, but you haven't actually had many experiences in your life yet to prove to your subconscious that you actually deserve those things and that you want and deserve the success that you're trying to create in your life. If you haven't experienced that or celebrated yourself when things are going right, then your brain is just not going to understand. It's going to go, what? what do you mean you want to suddenly earn a million pounds this year? Or what do you mean you want to be a size 10 by May? Because fear and doubt saying that you need to go and eat chocolate right now because you're feeling sad or, you know, you are actually in your overdraft. So how the hell do you think you're going to do that? Fear and doubt is truly just going to be feeding you those responses as soon as you start thinking about your big goals, if you haven't reprogrammed first. So this part is so, so important. Yeah. So you need to start priming your brain and preparing it for the success to start coming flooding in. And step one to that is starting to notice in your life the moments when things are going your way. So you need to focus your attention on these moments and they can be little moments. So I'll talk about those in a second. But whenever you you put your attention on and what you focus on is amplified in your mind and also informs your ex- our experience So basically, your experience would be, I woke up early this morning and had time to meditate. Not true, actually, because I didn't. (laughs) I wish I did. Uh, What are you doing tomorrow? That's what I'm doing tomorrow. (laughs) I got a personal best at the gym today, or I had a delicious lunch today. And now those little moments are informing your experience in your brain that that is something that's going your way. So it's the little things like that every single day that from now you are going to name. And that name, insert quote, mine is going to be things are going my way. So every time, like this morning, had I have started my day this way, maybe I would have ended up with a different result. But I did not use the things going my way method. And tomorrow I will. 
We did it this afternoon. However, from now on, we are going to make a conscious effort to start naming those little things. So it might even just be something little like, you know, I've gone to Amy's and I've seen Nala today and she's given me loads of attention. Things are going my way. Every little thing that you notice that makes your vibration lift slightly. You know that feeling where you suddenly go from like, maybe like a medium vibration to a slightly higher, things are going my way. So just remember that and keep that in your mind. The more you pick up on the small things and the more you put your attention on them, the more primed you are going to be and ready for like more to come into you, which is so important because the more you raise your vibration each little bit and the more that you become consciously aware of your vibration raising, the more that naturally you're going to draw towards to you because of like attracting attracting like energy, which is obviously all about manifestation exactly what we're doing here exactly so moving on to step two or, or part two that these things actually don't have to happen in real life so our subconscious mind of course learns from experiences but we don't actually know what is the difference between what is real and what is imagined that's the subconscious sorry so the subconscious does not know the difference between what is real and what is imagined this means that we can actually spend time visualizing our goals that we have the life that we want all in our imagination and our brain will respond as if it's actually happening right now. So that's why and how the power of visualization can really help get us from kind of naught to 100 in terms of achieving our goals. So every morning, spend three to five minutes focusing on the end result of your goal. This is going to be the really important key part. We want to be focusing as if it's already happened and it's already here. So all of those feelings, all of those emotions, everything that you're seeing around you, we want to be using all of our senses. How does it feel? Your brain is going to learn this is the normal for you and that you deserve this. And then step three is all about gratitude for the future. So we actually talk about a lot, a lot of gratitude for like things that we've already got right now. But this is actually going to be that when you are visualizing your goals, actually spending some time giving gratitude for what you have achieved. So whatever is going on as that end result of your goal that has happened being very grateful for that experience in that moment and having achieved that. This sends out a really, really strong signal that, to your mind, to your body, that everything is already going your way and that you deserve it. So step one, notice when things are going your own way. Really, really crucial. Step two, visualize as though it's already happened, looking at the end result of the goal. And then step three, expressing gratitude for them in the future. I think that this is so powerful for what we're looking at because this really helps us feel like empowered and also the biggest thing here and I think everyone is going to be experiencing this right now is is that fear and doubt and thinking oh god you know what a year's a long time and I'll just start in July because yeah. why not how many times have you like restarted in July because you haven't done it in January I'd love to know how many people listening have actually gone like yeah, fuck it. Actually, I did do that because I thought July to December is long enough. And actually, we pretty shouldn't be looking at things on a year to year basis anyway. But effectively, it's a good way of measuring your goals. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just I feel like the corporate world and like school and everything is like <laughs> makes you go on this outlook of it having to be within that year. Because there have actually been so many times that maybe I've kicked something off in January and then I've not done it. I've yeah. done it for like a day or two days. And then it's got to February and I think, oh, fucking hell, I didn't even do that. Yeah. And then I just pick it back up again in Feb. I think it kind of like takes the pressure off. And I know that we did talk about this even in our Patreon course, but it's really just a case of like 
taking away the pressure. And even in our vision board masterclass, we actually spoke about it as the future rather than just focusing on it for 2024. Because again, that can kind of create some pressure that naturally then creates a blocker. Yeah. And then we actually don't do anything towards it. So that's exactly what we're trying to eliminate. Yeah. And also like stopping yourself from it's like it's so nice hearing and speaking to people who have like really big, big, big goals and loads of them. But it always like for me, and that can work for some people, like it really depends on how your brain works, how overwhelmed you get. For me, like I get overwhelmed quite easily. And if someone said to me, right, write down 10 goals. And these are the ones that you need to achieve, like, you know, this quarter, this month, this quarter, this year, you know, by the summer, whatever. I would probably take the three easiest because I always take the path of least resistance and I'll go, right, okay, I'll do those ones. And I'll get those ones done probably pretty quickly because I'll hyper focus on them, which is, again, what my how my brain works. That's just how I do things. Yeah. And then the other ones will be kicked to the curb because I'll go, well, I did those three. So fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? It's better than nothing, yeah, to be honest. Like, 100%. Yeah, yeah. I think that's so funny. How many damn times? Honestly, <laughs> all the time. So anyway, this little exercise, hopefully we, it will be helpful in just keeping you in a space where you feel like actually you've already done what you need to do. Because remember, when you're doing that reprogramming, your brain is has absolutely no idea whether it's real or whether it's imagined. Now, the time to do this is just before you go to sleep, you're in the theta brainwave zone, which is where your brain can be reprogrammed, neural pathways can be carved, and you can literally change the way that your brain thinks and the beliefs that you have, etc. And then 20 minutes after you wake up in the morning. So using those two times are going to be a game changer for you. And honestly, just do this for a week and I'm telling you, it's actually insane. The amount of times that I've used this exercise, not in this way, because I use that theta brainwave. So does Amy, like we use that zone that we call it all the time for different types of programming, whether it's like, you know, you're self-sabotaging on something. So I will literally talk to myself. I'll visualize myself doing the opposite of the self-sabotaging and saying, you don't need to do it this way. Having conversations with myself is so powerful in that time. So um, yeah, fear and doubt would always rather keep you in your comfort zone. So you need to banish it. Exactly. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. See you later. And moving on is we're going to be talking about becoming the most unfuckwithable version of yourself. And we love this. And really funny, there was a bit of a blooper, but we couldn't put it in because I said something that was not accurate. She said becoming the most unfuckable version of yourself, <laughs> which we definitely don't want. Stay sassy, darling. Stay <laughs> the most unfuckable I version. I don't want that. That's what we do. <laughs> no. But that was my, um, I truly could not work out how I was going <laughs> to. I really wanted her to leave that in because it was like, she said it with so much like in her voice. Yeah. It was serious. Yeah. But this is all about protecting your inner peace because it is the most important thing that you can do for yourself when you're on your journey to achieving your big, big goals. It's not easy thing to do, but when you do figure this out, you'll become literally unshakable. Yeah. You're going to learn to basically become utterly non-reactive and basically take nothing in life personally and it's that is difficult I mean I've had an experience that I shared with Amy earlier that you know even this week I've taken something through the week that someone said to me and I did take it personally I am quite sensitive but it can really fuck with me when someone says something yeah and it really like gets under my skin whereas 
if I look at someone like Scott and Gav's the same, like, oh, Gav's a little bit more sensitive than Scott, I would say. Scott truly does not give a fuck what anyone thinks about him, which is actually fun. Yeah, that's epic. I like And I actually, when I was thinking about all of this, I was like, wow, actually, like, I was going to ask him because he was making a, he was doing something in the kitchen. I was like, in my head thinking, he's going to think I'm really weird if I ask him this question. So I'm not even going to go there because I can't be asked to explain it. But yeah. I was going <laughs> to say to him, do you care what people think about you? But he just, I'm like, I was like, I like, like no, know the answer because I know that? he doesn't. But that's why, like, for him, he's, yeah. he's honestly... So peaceful. So peaceful. Such a peaceful man. Anyway, this actually doesn't mean that you don't have to have strong opinions or clear values and boundaries. But it just means that you cannot be shaken by what people say to you. Now, there was a book, this passage, passage, sounds like I'm reading from the Bible. I'm not. But this book is actually incredible. If you want to, it's all about like, actually, there's loads of stuff on TikTok about it as well. It's about uh, kind of agreements that you have with yourself. It's called The Four Agreements. um, And it's all about how living your life, like living your best, your biggest purpose and living your life in the way that actually nothing can stop you. And this is what we're talking about with goals. So I thought this is really relevant and I'm going to read you agreement to nothing that other people do is because of you. It's always because of themselves. All people live in their own mind. They are completely in a different world. The one that we live in. When we take something personally, we make the assumption that they know that what's in our world and we impose our world on their world. Even when the situation seems personal and the person insults you directly, it actually has nothing to do with you. What they say, what they do and the opinions they give are according to the agreements that they have in their own mind. If someone gives you an opinion and says, hey, you look so fat, don't take it personally because the truth is, is that that person is dealing with his or her own feelings and beliefs and opinions. That person has tried to send you poison, has tried to send poison to you. And if you take it personally, then that poison becomes yours. So the message there is, number one, how much of your valuable time do you spend overthinking other people's opinions? And I'm going to throw that to you, Aim. Oh, damn. It's, it's actually really high. It's really, really high. Something even happened this week that was literally so minor. I'm still thinking about it today. <laughs> it's triggering, right? <laughs> it literally isn't even a big deal. Yeah. And I can't tell you how many times it's just gone over and over in my mind because I'm thinking, for me, again, we're very similar, very sensitive souls. And like, I just take things really personally. And I am a, I am someone that wants to do well. Like I'm someone that wants to be patted on the back to say like, great job, Amy, you've done fantastic. Your love language is words of affirmation. Yeah. One million percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. And I think also that's just our generation as well. I think millennials are real like, tell me how great I am. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me you love me twice. Yeah. Tell me again. But it's um uh, uh, how much of my time how much of my time I'm gonna say like 30 percent but that's me being a bit coy yeah (laughs) honestly it's gonna be more so imagine like that 30 percent of your time you are spending in your own head creating beliefs your own new beliefs because of what that person said to you so you're creating beliefs in your head thinking say that person said you didn't do that job that part of your job particularly well right yeah you are then going to take what they said you've taken it personally already you're now forming opinions about yourself not that person you're forming opinions about yourself and then a belief about yourself that's being set into your subconscious that you are not good at that part of your job yeah so you've literally gone from the person who actually person who said this 
is probably that's a direct reflection of them one it's just like a direct reflection because they're probably thinking about themselves that they're worrying at night maybe that they're not so good at a part of their job and it's kind of like almost projecting that onto you and it's making them feel better about themselves because they're thinking huh that person hasn't done a good job at that and it's going to make me feel better to kind of bring them into my camp and you know that's then actually nothing to do with you you might have just had a bad day and done that job not as well as you would normally do you've still done a good job but for them it just makes them feel better to you know put you in the same circle as them because then you know two's better than just them on their own being bad at this part of their job so it's just crazy that part is mad yeah that is very true and something I just want to add in here as well that I have really had to overcome over the last couple of years because I think from being in a recruitment agency where it's obviously very sales driven and very numbers focused and naturally like people can become favorites because of however well they're doing right and I think I then it kind of naturally like grows and develops this type of culture that if you're succeeding but nobody else is that's good or that's okay right so like then stepping into internal I am now because I kind of had that also moving internally when I first did I had a really fantastic manager that truly 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 believed in me And that allowed me to see how actually we treat everybody that we work with because it was so polar opposite in agency. It was like everyone's every man for themselves. I did agency as well. Yeah, it was horrible. So, so savage. Yeah. And then I kind of moved in and then understood like actually what a really nice work environment is. So now something that I really do kind of take with me because I see people do it, people that are on the course for whatever level they want to get to internally, right? They have a set agenda and they are doing whatever they need to do to get X job, right? Mm. And that can mean stamping on anybody they need to get to. doesn't happen often. Don't see it always. But I make a really, really big point now to make sure that I am bringing people up, that I'm raising people up rather than if they do a good job and I'm like, oh, I don't want to say that because I'm not doing a good job. No, 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 none of that fucking bullshit. If you're doing a great job, I'm going to literally applaud you and I'm going to yeah. be this cheerleader. Yeah. It doesn't matter how I'm doing or what, what's going on for me. If you're showing up and you're turning up, that only makes me feel more motivated and more driven to, to succeed. Yeah, and they're inspiring you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and actually that's such a nice thing is when someone inspires you, tell them. Don't ever like hold back from giving someone words of affirmation or, you know, giving them a congratulations because this comes later. But like when someone's on a journey to achieving their goals, like one of the best things you could do is be celebrated when you're on that journey for yourself. Like as in you really want to hear from people you're doing well when you're not at the end result. So like if you're seeing someone that's on a journey at the moment and you know that they're kind of working towards those goals and they're doing well, celebrate them because honestly they will celebrate you back when you need it most. And it's just like, it's such a big empowering thing. And I think that a lot of people don't celebrate other people because they worry if I tell them well done, they're going to get a big ego. If I tell them well done, then, you know, they're going to get too big for their boots. But actually, do you know what? Genuinely that probably will make that person's day. And, And if they do get a big ego off the back of it, then fuck it. Don't do it again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Actually, the joy and warmth and, you know, we shouldn't give for self-gratification, but it will make you feel really good inside having Mm. told someone an area that they're doing something really good at. Yeah. 
Definitely. We We should do more of that. And the last thing here on this section is how many times has someone deviated you from your goals because you have drank their poison? Wow. Well, I actually said to Amy when she arrived, when we were talking about this, family members have actually done this to me before. Uh, I don't want to say mum, but mum, I love you. But if you're listening, she doesn't listen. (laughs) But the amount of times where like mum has like said a certain comment that's made me go, oh, shit, okay. And it's actually deviated me from my plan because it doesn't fit like what she sees as I should be doing or what's normal or, you know, uh, what my plan might be different to, yeah, just, just how she views things. So her then words to me, her poison chalice, not on purpose, but poison chalice she's passed to me has then, I've drank it, taken it really personally, created a belief, and then I've completely changed my goal as a consequence. Yeah. Sometimes even to suit her. How many times have you done that? A hundred percent. Yeah, it's, so it's crazy. crazy. And I think it's so relevant for this time of year. Like we've all probably set out to continue on either working towards some really big goals or we've set some new big goals and maybe we've been really, really excited about whatever it is that we're working on. And we want to share it with our friends. We want to share it with our family. And you've not been met with the energy that you thought you were going to be met with. It's kind of like my mum can do the same. My dad's great, actually. My dad's like, if I can, you go, girl. Like, you need yeah. to do, you do it. He's the energy, because actually. They, I do feel like uh, I have kind of continued to just do random shit and they see it then work <laughs> out. And they're like, do you know what? Fuck yeah, good for you. But my mum will be like... Oh yeah, that sounds nice. My mum was multitasking whilst listening to me or pretending to listen, and she's like, "Oh okay, yeah. What did you say?" <laughs> like, I just told you my biggest twenty twenty four goal, and you've literally just like <laughs> been playing with your thermomix. When we freaking made it, I oh, tell you what, yeah. they'll be wanting their gorgeous Christmas presents. They will one hundred percent, mothers. But the point of this. Part two is become unfuckwithable. Yeah. Do not let other people fuck with your energy, man. No. It is the number one. This is just my made up stats. This is, <laughs> I'm sure it's probably the number one reason why people do not succeed with their goals. Yeah. 100% because they get worried about what other people think, other people say, how other people are going to react. Fuck them. Literally. Yeah. Focus on like not drinking from anyone's poison chalice in 2024. That is like big. Big, big, big. Like, and every time you feel yourself feeling into what someone said to you and getting all in your feels and getting all in your belief systems, thinking I'm not good enough, think I've actually just drink drunk from someone's poison chalice. And then this is not true. That's a reflection of them and not me. So become unfuckwithable. Part three coming up. Love it. And the last step is the cost of procrastination is the life you could have lived. Whenever you are faced with a choice of doing something to help you achieve your goals, think about the path of least resistance and then choose the other one. Because naturally, in most cases, we will always want to go with the least resistant. But there will always be resistance in taking action. And that is because, in the words of Mel Robbins, you are never going to feel like it. You are never going to feel ready to have that hard conversation that you need to have. You are never going to feel like setting your alarm at five o'clock in the morning and getting out of bed to meditate. You are never going to feel like applying for that promotion. You're never going to feel like having that conversation that you know you need to have. We're designed to stay comfortable and stay safe. So if you know that you are A, never going to feel like it, and B, 
No one is coming to help you. It's up to you. You are here for yourself. So many of us are literally sat waiting to be picked up and scooped up and ready to like suddenly like be dropped in on top of our goals. Yeah. To our go, dream life. Yeah. And it just happened. Happens. The amount of people that you hear like saying, well, you know what? I'm going to win the lottery or I'm going to marry a rich guy. They're just sat waiting. Yeah. Procrastinating on their whole life, waiting for that moment to come to come true. How many people like, sorry to kill your dreams, but how many people actually win the lottery? <laughs> it's gonna be one of our really sorry everybody. i'm really sorry but the fact is like you are worthy so don't don't pin your whole life on winning the lottery yeah you are worthy of achieving that yourself and achieving a life that you cannot like beyond your wildest dreams you can do that yourself you don't have to wait for someone to come along and make that your truth you can make that, you can own your own truth and make that happen for yourself. You also need to become the kind of person that doesn't need to be applauded whilst they're on the journey. So we talked about this earlier and this is big, right? How many of us are on a journey right now where you wake up and you actually can't feel the motivation because you think, do you know what? Everyone's just like saying all these things to me that's like, I can feel they don't believe in me. I can feel that they know that this may not happen for me. And actually, all I need is just to hear like a big clap and a big well done. But actually, do you know what? You need to learn to clap your fucking self Mm. and applaud yourself whilst you're on the journey. And you have to learn to show up for yourself, celebrate with yourself on the journey, create rituals. Every time you hit something, a little goal, a micro goal, you need to learn to celebrate that and actually really own that and think, right, I did it. I'm on the next one now. And those micro goals soon become macro goals. And suddenly you're well on your way to like the big, big, big life changing stuff. Yeah, it's so true. And I think always showing up for yourself as well. That's been one of my biggest learning lessons over this last year is that it's truly everything is going to fall on yourself. Like everything is falling on your shoulders. You have to be your own motivation and your own biggest cheerleader and celebrate yourself on the journey that you're on. Because trust me, they will all come flocking when you finally get to the finish line of your goals. Fucking well. They'll be there. They'll be going, hey, I supported you the whole time. (laughs) I I was there for you through the hard times. And it's like, yeah, but that's exactly the thing you will know. And you will be able to make sure that you're moving forward with the right with the right people. Exactly. Absolutely. And you'll know. By the time you get to the end result of your goals, you don't need the people that aren't with you on the journey. Exactly. So that's really important too. There's a saying about that. If they're not there yeah. on the journey or like the trials and tribulations, then they don't deserve to be with you yeah. in like you the can, shining stars. If you can't have me at my worst, then you can't have yes. me at my best. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Something like that. Uh, gorgeous. Well, we'll leave you there, guys. We hope you have a great rest of your day and a fantastic weekend. And we will see you next Friday. We'll see you next Friday. Join us on Patreon if you are absolutely 100% committed to achieving your goals in 2024. We have got some serious episodes on there. Some amazing feedback so far as well. So thank you so much. Silver members have access to the Focus Week, which is basically everything you need to set the biggest goals or, you know, just the macro goals, the micro goals, but not too many goals to have the best year ahead of you. And bronze members, you've got access to all the juicy stuff that goes around that to keep you on track and also some off topics. 
fun. Oh, gorgeous. Fun. Gorgeous. I sign up and listen myself. Yeah. <laughs> I just wish that I actually, on the days that you do it, I do listen. And I'm like, oh, yeah. It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> we get to like listen we do. to each other's days, which is really fun. Yeah. Okay, guys, we will see you soon. See you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Just a reminder that for more content from us, head on over to the Mindset Sisters Patreon, where you can subscribe and listen to our secret weekday episodes and monthly courses. We'll see you there.